If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Unlocked. It's episode 351 for here at the end of June, June 27th, 2018. Uh, we are back in action after E3. We did our big E3 recap last week. So this week, we're going to talk about a couple of new releases. Captain Spirit hitting for free this week, uh, as well as Near Automata for Xbox One. Also, Gears of War 5, name change. That's going to be for real. We'll talk about that. Uh, Razer of all, uh, interestingly, might be partnering up with Microsoft on that mouse and keyboard support that people have been waiting a long, long time for on Xbox One, and plenty more. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. To my right... This week. Hey. Brandon Tyrell. To my left, Alana Pierce. Hi. And on the end over there, Miranda Sanchez. Hello, I'm filled with uh, life now. <laughs> uh, and if, uh, if, there, if you're watching on video and uh, you see a, a dog butt appear at random times behind Brandon. She's somewhere right That'll now. be Daisy Where the Boxer she? Puppy. She's, oh, she's, she's behind she's, you. She's working on her, her stick chewy thing back there. So cute. Uh, too big for the out. desk now. Very too big. Very, very big <laughs> for the desk. She got too tall. Yeah. Yeah. Tall dog. Pulled out nicely. Over 50 pounds already. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. It's very right along. Uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a slow news week. So post uh, three, everyone's just kind of chill. Yeah, it seems like it. I want to start. I want to get the bad news out of the way first, which is that this is Alana Pierce's final episode Aww. departing IGN. Mm-hmm. I will miss you dearly. You've been so fantastic on this podcast. You've been so great to work with. I wish you the best, but uh, selfishly, don't go. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Friday will be my last day. It's been awesome. I don't know what episode I started at, but I'm not sure. I can be interested to look that up, but I've been, you know, since we were back in that crappy room. And yes. All that, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. It's like my favorite part of the week, so I'll miss you guys a whole lot. Yeah, we're going to miss you, and we'll hopefully get to have you back on sooner than later. I mean, just because you're leaving doesn't mean you can't come back, so. I think there's an exciting come reason visit. for me to come back open, at some point. Open door oh, Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't announced where I'm going yet, but I will soon, and I'll, I'll still be in the video game world, so you guys will see me around. All right, well, let's make your last show a good one. Yeah. The news didn't cooperate. <laughs> There's, like, nothing fun to talk about, but we'll do our best. As, right. Of course, every time we say that, we yeah. end up going for, like, an hour about nonsense. Yeah, I was just going to say, oh, we can, anyway. we can screw it. it Top 10 Alana memories, go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that time she fell asleep at E3, yeah. that other time she fell asleep at E3. <laughs> yeah, well, that's two. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, we got a Top 10 started. Uh, but, yeah, let's start off. I want to remind everybody, Forza Horizon 4, one of the stars of E3, it is a... 
home run series every single time. Mm. We're covering it all month long as part of IGN First. Our UK team, along with our absolute racing expert guru, uh, supreme awesome guy, Luke Riley, out of our Australian office. It's quite a out, title. And it, really, it looks good on a business card yeah. as well. The long business card. They all went out to Playground Games in the UK uh, before E3, did a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, the, my favorite thing probably so far that just went up this week is a – we've done this with other games before, but it's particularly great with this game – is uh, Real Life Britain versus Forza Horizon yeah. 4 yeah. Britain. They actually went out uh, to a ton of landmark locations around Britain, including there's one in, uh, one in Edinburgh, too, in Scotland, where they just shot – they did like a shot-for-shot shot thing yeah. with the game, and it's like – it looks the game is ridiculous. It's really cool. I saw the the one with the church or the yeah. the landmark of some sort. Yes. Um, it looked kind of like the Dom from Cologne, Germany. Um, but the only difference between the two is the fact that the real life one has like more pedestrians and t-shirts walking around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, they are startlingly similar. Yeah. yeah. So check all that out uh, if you would on IGN and our and YouTube as well. Good website. I it's, thought of it. It's a good website. Mm. There's a lot of cool people. I like there. it. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, IGN Unfiltered, I want a personal plug here. The new episode for June saved it till well after the E3 storm had calmed down. It's Josh Sawyer, the mm. longtime design lead over there at Obsidian, uh, one, of the, one of the leads on Fallout New Vegas, a lot of good Fallout stories. Those, uh, we talk about the Aliens RPG that they were working on before it uh, got canceled. They did Pillars of Eternity more mm. recently, which is also a fantastic RPG. So really good stuff. That was uh, If you want to check that out, uh, again, on IGN, YouTube, or in, in that case as well, it's also in podcast form. So please do take a listen and or a watch. Uh, now, Captain Spirit, the Life is Strange spinoff, is mm-hmm. out for free yeah. this week. Alana, you've gotten, you've uh, had the chance to check that out. Yeah. How is it? Um, I think it's, so it's based in the Life is Strange universe, but it's not technically an episode of Life is Strange. I believe it's, I don't think they would tell me. I believe it's set just before Life is Strange 2. Okay. And I think it's very sweet. I don't know that it's my kind of game, um, but it's very sweet in that you you play as this kid who is walking around this house. It's like a usual morning. It's it's sometime before Christmas in December, and he's like talking to his dad about going to get a tree or whatever. But basically his dad is seemingly slightly an alcoholic and just starts watching a game. So he has all this time that he has to burn. And it seems like basically he has this imagination that is Captain Spirit is a superhero. Um, but the thing that I couldn't figure out is if he actually has the powers that you see or if he's imagining them and you're seeing a kid's imagination. Like, is he actually making his toys move or is that what's happening in his mind as he's playing with his toys? And I think it's really sweet. And that part of it, um, I don't know, it seemed wholesome. It's kind of endearing. Uh, it's almost a little uh, Calvin and Hobbes-ish. A little. Like, like stupendous man. Yeah, mechanically, it's very similar to the Life is Strange games. There are a couple of updates. Um, they're very proud of the fact that hair now moves. So they, they've, <laughs> uh, I, I believe they're running on a new engine. And you can also now uh, complete an action while there is dialogue. So you're not automatically locked into a dialogue sequence. You can still walk right. around while talking and stuff like that. Um, and it's a little, little more open-ended or a lot more open-ended. It almost seems like a small sandbox world where you can approach things in different orders and do things in different ways so I think a lot of people mm-hmm. who like adventure games will like this uh, oh I hadn't seen this part you can't beat Ooh, free what's going on? it's probably in his mind yeah it's free um, I think their, their idea is I mean Dontnod's working on a lot of games right now yeah they are yeah. I think their idea is that they want to get people into Life is Strange um, for Life is Strange 2 but also they were saying that they'd love for this to be an adventure game that people 
get into who, is, who don't like this kind is of Is this game. a one episode thing? Yeah, it's, it's, like a one, it's a complete a package. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, and I, I think they said it was supposed to be like three hours or so, but the idea is it's very replayable based on what choices you make cool. and what outcomes you get to. So, um, you know, there's going to be like a branching pseudo narrative, like a, a pseudo series in the Life is Strange universe. I, it has references to Life is Strange, um, which we are collecting for our wiki. By the way, <laughs> shout, shout out to IGN. Plug. Yeah. Uh, so it has a lot of references to Life is Strange, and I actually expect that Chris will show up as a character in Life is Strange too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's the the kid. So I think that that will happen, but yeah, I don't actually know. They were they were very quiet about that. I imagine people who finished it by now automatically kind of have guessed more than I can tell them. But right. it's definitely something to check out if you are interested in, in a, a cute little narrative experience. Well, and we com- we complain a lot too, uh, justifiably so, about the lack of summer releases. Yeah. Here's a free good thing yeah. for the summer. Down for a three hour game. A yeah. day, yeah, one yeah. Saturday. Have a yeah. good afternoon. Yeah, can't beat that. Uh, and then Nier has made its way yeah. to the Xbox hey. as well after uh, after a bit of that, This time. actually kind of shocked me. I really didn't expect this to end up on Xbox, but I guess after Hellblade, it's like anything feels possible now. <laughs> Did anyone else play it? Yes. I haven't had to play it yet. Uh, played I played it? through the first ending, and I know that game has... 25 endings and like you got to get through them all in order to get the real nut of the story you, you only know? need to play through the first six which is less <laughs> oh. it's, no, less, it's less than it sounds one six yeah. way there no because because the, the first playthrough and this is something that is worth mentioning for any xbox players who are jumping into this playing it for the first time that you do need to play beyond the first ending because the, fir- the first playthrough was just like the game's fine the second playthrough it's like oh you made the fine game way more interesting and then be- the last three which are really short, like even an hour a piece are crazy interesting. So right. it's like, it gets so, so, so good. So usually when games have multiple endings like this, there are ways for it to guide you to those. I mean like, hey, maybe the first two runs are similar-ish, mm-hmm. but then after that, because it's trying to get you through those endings, it's going to be easier to complete every time. So whenever you hear a game has like six endings like this, at least with um, yeah. my experience with a lot of these games, it's just like, you're going to make yeah. it through differently it's gonna be quicker as it's not anywhere near as intimidating as it sounds yeah i actually did waste a lot of time trying to get some of the other endings most of the 25 are just jokes sounds very intimidating honestly from for it's not not i I totally get that basically it's a 20 hour game okay yeah Yeah. so it's It's just it's 20 hours to finish the entire game yeah i don't know how long it took me to to beat the first one a a ending i think a is like 10 hours yeah it wasn't it wasn't like prohibitively long yeah. Um, and I imagine if each one after that, it's like, all right, you already know all this. Now we're going to start you here. Yeah. yeah and I get yeah. that because like there's a lot of apprehension with restarting something, especially if something has like many multiple endings yeah. or many endings. Yeah. Yes. Endings. Anyway. I, yeah. Um, you only I think, restart it once technically. So yeah. you play through A as one character, B through as another, another character. And then, so, I mean, there, there are multiple characters you play as, but it, it just, every ending adds onto the story a lot. And, um, I wouldn't recommend near to everyone. It's it's very much a platinum game. Like I love Vanquish and I love Bayonetta and I love yeah. those kind of games. So it's like fast pass, action paced, kind of ridiculous. And I don't think that necessarily everyone will like that. But if you're okay with that kind of stuff, I can't recommend it more highly. The story is incredible. The way that it's bonkers, right? It's it's crazy, but in a way that like it doesn't. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy in a way that doesn't seem cheap, and it deals with a lot of really interesting themes. Like this, basically every current theme this game tackles in a really interesting way sure. and there's a lot of really cool characters yeah. and uh, I got really really attached to it and the ending is the, the ending six is so, is really really good ending of six. my big yeah. thing is like if you want to see more games like this on Xbox please play it on Xbox yeah, yeah. that'd be really cool yeah especially Platinum like it, and it's Yoko Taro who's like one of my favorite game directors at this point yeah. and yeah it's so don't right, be intimidated by the endings yeah it'll, it'll be good 20 hour game just Worth. think about it that way and then it just it just repeats itself but yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't, I think we gave it like an 
seven or something. It was Megan Sullivan who reviewed it. Actually, I probably would have given it a higher score than that. In that, yeah, I there's there's stuff that happens in ending uh, or in in playthrough A that then B shines more light on. So you do this stuff in A that you then learn more about in B, and you're like, oh, I did something kind of evil, and I didn't realize that. I thought that I was just the hero, and then you get this more context because another character has a different ability that can give you more context, and it's like, oh, and really realizing all those consequences and getting through it, pretty much. All right. Again, summer games can't complain. Also, uh, Dark Souls Remastered. I know that came out a while ago, but shout out because I finished that recently. Nice job. How was it? I did a whole lot. I mean, in terms of like performance and Um, frame rates, it looks really good. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. everything played really well. Um, It actually looks surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, What was your favorite boss? Um, I like Seath a lot. Nice. I know it's like a more simple fight, and it's really easy. Just like you just run around the room and. Get some hits in and then run around because yeah. he, he uh, curses you. Um, but I liked Seath's design a lot. Yeah. And like the whole Duke's, like, what was it? Duke's library? Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Duke's, Duke's archives? Archives. 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 Yeah. So I was like, it's not library. Yeah. Um, Duke's archives was just like a really neat area. And yeah. the thing I guess I like about Dark Souls is that every area feels so unique in how it's designed and really how you distinct. have to like yeah. interpret it. And so I think making it through was just a lot of fun. I love summer the, games. I love the uh, like <laughs> invisible uh, crystals that you're walking through on the way. To yeah, it reminded me of Indiana Jones. You I know where he's like he walks across the invisible pillar, but it turns out it just is camouflaged in the other side of the wall. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I hated fighting the moonlight butterfly though. That made me very sad. I don't want to kill it. Oh, that's right. I think oh, I nice. like that about Dark Souls, and that sometimes you don't feel like you're necessarily making the right choice. Yeah. Like, like, but you're forced to. Yeah. It's like, well, this world hates you, so <laughs> yeah, deal with it. Buckle yeah. up. Anyway, yeah, it's a very neat game. Awesome. Is there, is there anything out that, else out this month that was Vampire? Uh, well, Spirit. we did yeah. miss well, during E3 Unravel 2. Oh, yeah. right. Which I've started, uh, and I super like it so far. I haven't had a chance to, to finish it. I haven't checked it out yet. I, fr- I got home, star- I was like super excited to play Unravel 2, started it, and then I went, wait, I forgot I didn't finish Detroit Become Human mm. before E3. So <laughs> now I'm back to that, and I'm, I've, I've got, I'll finish it tonight. Yeah. I'm on the I'm need to go end. back to State of Decay. Just because it's fun. Oh, yes. I'm planning to. No. That's my, yeah. my exact gotten, plan next week. It's gotten some updates as well. Some yeah, things they had out. a huge update yeah. and like fixed a lot of stuff. So going to be unemployed for a bit. I'm just going to play a lot of State of the Game. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Let's play Sea of Thieves. Yes. Let Let's do, do that. that. Yes. I'm playing yes. the update. Uh, I just finished beating Ori in the Blind Forest for the first oh, time. Oh, nice. nice. I started Ooh. it what, years ago. Late to the party. Hello. Uh, I started it. Sorry, a dog just pushed me. Uh, I started it years ago and never finished, and then just finished over the week. And holy crap, guys! Like what a, a real good game. What a great so game. Good. It is so so good. It's beautiful. The sound design is amazing. The movement is so fluid. But what I really really like walked away feeling was like, despite how technical it was, it still felt so good to move. There are it's whole, odd too. It's and the water tower. What's yeah. up? Water, water tower, <laughs> water tower legitimately took me four or five tries to get through. Oh yeah. Four um, or five's not even that much. <laughs> oh, I, I was oh, just yeah. like, God, Pro I know what I have there. to do. Why can't I hit it? <laughs> yeah. But there are legitimately levels where you just have to like use the enemies to propel yourself through. Yeah. So smart, so smart. And it is so gorgeous. And the story is really nice too. Like in the yeah. beginning, I was like, all right, that didn't make me cry. Because I, I remember people being like, oh, when you play Ori, it's going to make you cry in the mm. beginning. Get ready. And I was like, I mean, yeah, I didn't sad. at the beginning either. But the end is, We're just yeah. heartless. Yeah. 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 It was like, yeah, it's sad. but And then at the end, you're just like, oof. 
<laughs> it's really good. I cannot wait to play Will of the Wisps. Like legitimately, oh, yeah. it looks I'm, really good. I'm not a big you, platformer guy, but I played it at E3. Yeah, a little say, bit. we both played it. Yeah, yeah, I played it at E3. It felt so amazing because when I first played Ori, I had never gotten to the part where you have all this crazy crap. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I played Will of the Wisps, and I'm like, dude, this you were just loaded for bear. I can jump and backflip and dig through dirt. And that made me want to go back and play Ori again. And now that I'm finished Ori, I want to just go back and play <laughs> Will of the Wisps again. So it's this weird, vicious cycle that I can't get away from. Thank you, Moon Studios. Well, be prepared for for, uh, for you to probably start without all those powers at the beginning yeah, of Will of the Wisps. you got to earn it. That's what's crazy. When I was upgrading, I specifically went for like movement and efficiency. Like, yeah, I'm going for the double jump first thing, mm-hmm. you know? So it's really cool that you can actually tailor that experience. 2019 for Will of the Wisps. We'll, yeah. We'll see yeah. when, it, when it I'm hoping up. for spring, right? Is I would think so, because that would be like three years since the first the first one came out in March, if memory serves. Yeah. So, yeah. February 22nd right. feels like a good day for that game to come out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why not? February 22nd. There's nothing else going on at the end of February. Fine. It's quiet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nothing at all. This, this joke this, is this going this not. being this, in here <laughs> means that we just, we keep, it's like we keep getting rewarded. Yeah. Like she's just walking between us and we're like, oh, a dog. Yeah. It's like constantly so just like, ah. It's like, sorry, we're making bad jokes. Well, I, I won't. I'm not going to unhook the leash. She's just, What's no, crazy? Because yeah. before because we started recording, she's just asleep. And now she's like, yeah, y'all, now she's y'all, what y'all talking about? What's up? What's up? Talking about video again? She was wandering behind <laughs> the video up? wall last time when I didn't <laughs> yeah. have her. So I was like, fine, you can't. We can't do that. So you need to just hang oh, out back great. here. Yeah, like- okay. Uh, Gears 5. We talked on our recap show about. Hey, well, Gears 4, Gears of War 4 was unveiled as Gears 4 and became Gears of War 4 by the mm-hmm. time things came out. Talked about that exact thing last week, but it turns out that's that history will not be repeating itself this time, which uh, I thought was I'm neither upset nor stoked. I'm just sort of I don't know if confused is the right word. I'm, I'm a little unsure of what to make of this. So That makes sense to me. Yeah. Um yeah, let's talk about it. So I also I, just sorry, in yeah. our defense, I did like when we were talking about this, I did ask a PR person who works at Microsoft during E3. I was like, is it Gears 5 or Gears of War 5? And they're like, oh, it's Gears of War 5. So it's not just us who's confused. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, well, the franchise is still Gears of War, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, okay. So I, I tweeted out the sh- when the podcast goes live, I tweeted out. That's standard yep. emotional practice. Uh, Rod Ferguson kindly replied. All right. Hold on one breaking second. Things up? <laughs> what is she Your doing dog is doing here? barrel rolls under here. Uh, I, I think she's fine. The studio head at the coalition, Rod Ferguson, kindly replied to me and said, uh, hey, it's just Gears 5. That's what's going to be on the box. Gears of War is still the franchise name, but now that we're doing a family of products, it made more sense to shorten the titles down. Gears Pop, Gears Tactics, and Gears 5. Plus, we always just call it Gears anyway, so it feels good to simplify. That's true. I I think this makes perfect sense. Like I yeah, we we don't call it Gears of War, we call it Gears, so mm-hmm. yeah. I don't I don't see any issue with this. Has anyone been angry about it on the internet? Well, no, I mean I will say a lot of the responses to that in my Twitter timeline were um now maybe it was just the initial thing and of course people are just gonna it's like when the Xbox three sixty was named the Xbox three sixty, everybody was like, That's ridiculous, this is terrible, oh my god, yeah. what's happening? Well, and even then the Xbox just, One, and then we were like, Yeah. yeah. You just get Two used weeks to later, it. we're like, oh, Xbox One. But yeah, the initial reaction was not, I would say it was at least at least 50-50 in uh, opposed to the change. Hmm. I'd be interested to see the perspectives. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's people hate change, right? Yeah. Like when you leave and we have to, I have to bring someone else in here, people will be like, the new cast sucks Aww. because they're not used to <laughs> it. Right. When you guys, yeah. when the, the, the two of you showed up, it hey. was like, 
bring back yeah. Dustin. Yeah. Now it's like I love you guys. So be don't even don't even talk to me talk. about taking over the daily fix. Oh boy, <laughs> that was an event. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. I think I think shortening it to Gears Five. I don't know. From a marketing perspective, I think this makes sense. I mean, when I search for gear stuff, I just do gears and then whatever, not gears of war and then blah blah blah. blah. Right. I mean, gears five. It just needs a huge term. I don't want to overanalyze it, but I wonder if now Mm -hmm. that God of War is also back as a thing, if maybe they just kind of wanted to avoid not 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 that it's a competition, but just like just general like casual gamer brand confusion. You don't want somebody to think I want that that cool game, the God of War. Oh. Oh yeah, here it is. This uh, this this bearded guy in Norris offer. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna get this one. And no, you actually meant <laughs> gears of yeah. the other bearded guy. Know. Dang it, mom! <laughs> yeah, I, actually, you. I mean, you bring up a good point. Way back in the day, my my best friend and I. He was a PC gamer, and I was an Xbox gamer. And Half Life Two and Halo Two were out at the same time, so we would like get into fights about which H two was better. <laughs> um, because my, that's what kids do. Yeah, in my brain. I used to say God of War was G-O-W, but then when Gears came out, Gears became G-O-W. It inherited yeah. the acronym. Yeah, it's just like replaced it in my, in my I, mind. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think it has anything to do with competition. I think it's probably more just to differentiate I mean, the three products. In yeah. the right, and like the reasoning products. of having it as a family of products as opposed to just one thing, they all fall under the Gears of War umbrella. It makes a lot of sense. I yeah. also like... I. A lot of the times when something that I love is franchised that hard and that they will make a statement being like, well, it's easier for us because we're making all these these different things with this product. Mm-hmm. I, I like the Gears of War universe so much that I have no problem with that. Like, you guys yep. can make a million things out of it. Maybe don't make a movie. I'm a little bit scared of that. I'd be very excited about the announcement, but I'm like... Please don't screw it up. Please don't screw it up. Please don't screw it up. Of those kinds of movies. Well, if it's anything like the Halo movie, it'll be a while. But I guess I just don't understand... like. I so, kind of get what Rod's saying, except why can't the mainline game still be Gears of War, and then the other things are Gears Pop? I guess and Gears the point tactic. is that it doesn't make a difference. Like, why? Maybe not. Matter? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just I don't know. Maybe like just said, going back to everyone just says Gears anyway. And yeah. I think a lot and of so, these things are dictated by search terms. So it's I mean, that's exactly if they what I was saying. More people like search for Gears. You search. It's just going to be Gears Five as opposed to Gears Fair of point. War Five. Mm-hmm. Like that's just yeah, good the way point. of the world now. Um, but well, it, it it does take like. It kind of takes some some guts to take a 12 year old IP that you've grown from scratch and just just not throw it away, but sort of set it aside. To change it in a yeah, way. Well, change yeah. it. Unless the word of and wars or, or war like was so useless in that thing, right? Because like yeah, maybe like they were saying SEO is so strong. Like, is it does it take courage to drop the two the last two thirds of the brand if they like aren't what is being searched. Yeah, and there's so many yeah. things that are like of war now that I think just having a Gears is just a very solid, hey, this is our identity. It's like part mm-hmm. of it. Like obviously that's what we just call it anyway, as we said a few times already. So It's weird though because for any, I'm sure this is 10 years away, but like if they stick with calling it Gears, for any newcomers to the series, Gears means so much less than Gears of War. Like the literal Gears of War oh, is sure. like they are Gears in a war. Yeah. yeah. But whereas this Gears is like, what is what is this game? Is oh, this like Ratchet the, and Clank? Like, <laughs> yeah. the first four and then get to five. And yeah. Understand? Yeah. <laughs> well, it does beg the question too. If you're, you know, you're talking about you've, you've we've sort of handed off uh, the the to the next Phoenix generation and yeah. uh, and Kate and now a whole new protagonist. Uh, yeah. So it's like. At what point are we going to drop numbers in this one? Like we've dropped numbers in Halo. 
I it seems like five is a good number to drop. Like when did it does um, seem to be about as far as people are Halo. That's as far as Halo is willing to go. Because I think in your head uh, at a certain Halo point, it's like still, this is too many. Except I, Final Fantasy. <laughs> so if anything, the name change thing, Halo feels more strange to not have a number than Gears just dropping of War. If we're getting down to Halo, it's just I think when you when you go into a store and you're like, oh, there are six of these games. Mm-hmm. No, for oh, sure. Boy. Like it's like yeah. that intimidation of not knowing where to start but the thing is because there is a starting point for these unlike Final Fantasy or something mm-hmm. which are just new iterations almost every time point. right standalones um, yeah yeah and so like with this having that number makes sense because there's a chronological order to playing mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. so I, I mean maybe they're outfitting Halo Infinite's story to be more open so that you can kind of just jump in but yeah. I don't I don't really know I think just the no number seven seems like too much. It just seems like too many <laughs> well, of a thing. I, I mean, like seven is the point where it's like, mm, think about it. When did Assassin's Creed stop? Four? I think it was Assassin's oh, Creed four yeah. black Yes, flag. correct. Yep. And then never again. Yep. Uh, GTA five. I wonder, I, I would expect they call it six, GTA six. See, when, again, when Rockstar around. doesn't obey the rules. That's They'll yeah, find no matter they what. They are definitely <laughs> the outlier. They're the exception to the rule. You just have to have GTA yeah, hey, that's making Red Dead Redemption 2, even though it's the third game in the series. It's like <laughs> they do whatever they want. <laughs> that is a fact. I would actually love to see, I know there's like tons of firms out there that do this sort of marketing research, but I would love to see, you know, statistics or somebody like just explain like why numbering of a game, the cause and effect, the causation of, of game numberings in, in a series. Um I mean, because you go back to like Battlefield, you, right? You could you could do that yourself. You are a journalist. No, I'm a writer. Got I'm writer. a journalist. She's telling you, she's like, well, I'm not oh, doing it. I'm yeah. out of here. So I'm leaving. You, you have to do it now. Uh, but <laughs> you go like 1942, and then what was it? 1943, 2142, right. Battlefield. Yeah, two, one. Battlefield bad three. Battlefield two. one. Battlefield five. Ugh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm wondering, like there's there is a a money explanation for that. There is yeah. a financial reason that that stuff is happening, and I wonder what it is. You know what? I'm just really excited to play Gears 5. Yes. Yeah, yeah we went on to For sure. And I wonder if Gears 6 then will focus on Dell, if we've, if we've gone. This is Maybe. Kate's story. Yeah. <laughs> Miranda's like, no, yeah. no, it's Kate. No, not having it. I said <laughs> six. six. What are they going to name it? <laughs> it would be weird. It's like, no, I'm, I was going to say a spoiler. It's fine. You're like, maybe it's him too. What? <laughs> no. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, mouse and keyboard support has been uh, something of a hot topic within parts of the community on Xbox because it's been, I don't know if promised is the right word, but it's been mentioned yeah. a, a number of times that it's coming. And uh, Windows Central with a with a scoop saying uh, they've got some information <laughs> suggesting that Razer, the peripheral manufacturer, might be partnering up with Microsoft to um, to help get that keyboard and mouse support off the ground. So Windows Central has acquired leaked documents pointing to Microsoft and Razer working together on this. Earlier this year, they reportedly gave developers a presentation about keyboard and mouse support coming to Xbox One, and at the time was planning to integrate it into the Xbox One dev kits in April. Uh, full release was planned to follow in the fall. So it's not clear if this plan is still the case or not. So, you know, I'm not sure why Microsoft needs Razer in this. And I don't mean that to disparage Razer, but only Microsoft is a quite a well-known well, keyboard and mouse manufacturer themselves. I think that they would probably be going with 
I would think Razer is one of the go-to brands in your yeah. head for gaming peripherals. Yep. Yeah. And they're trying to get that gaming peripheral brand. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. Sense. I don't think Microsoft really is in that space. The, the sort of they used to be. gamer grade. <laughs> yeah, I don't think of them. Like I love my old, peripherals. When remember when laser mice first started coming, coming on oh, the yeah. scene? From, yeah. I don't know if you, you. I remember this. Most of you might be too young uh, to remember no, optical? actual ball. Yeah, no. no I, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I had many of those. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, like, the Microsoft IntelliMouse 3.0 they get stuck was all one of the, the time and you have to flip with like yeah, this just... blood red glow on the bottom was yeah. One, yeah. Of the, one of the first like awesome laser mice that I used for, that was a lot of Diablo happened with that mouse. A lot of Diablo <laughs> happened. Yeah. I have really? never known the manufacturer model of a peripheral iPhone. Hey, it's you that's impressive. Didn't care enough? No, I didn't. Well, I actually all <laughs> of not. my my gear is Razer. So for me, I'm like, does this mean that it's gonna all the existing stuff might be compatible? Probably not. But that'd mm. be really cool because my headset, my mouse, my keyboard are all already Razer. And yeah. Well, what does I it like say? them a lot. Yeah, it says yeah, it will be compatible with USB devices unless they have external drivers, right? But I wonder if it's a current. Things. Maybe and my keyboard's yeah, pretty old. Maybe it's like an iOS thing, like your device has to support exactly. IOS I have right. like a Black Widow. Yeah, my like my keyboard has like two USB plug-in things. Like it's it's yeah. probably too much yeah, me for too. an Xbox. But that'd be weird to have mouse and keyboard on your Xbox. And I was just like, Dota has it but not no. happened before? <laughs> yeah, they've they've didn't was yeah. it the thing with the 360 that you could do? It they, wasn't official. It, it wasn't. Yeah. No, they, yeah. well, God, it wasn't called the Wavebird. What was it? It was like UXD or yeah, something. Yeah, I remember, but I forget. They they had a well-known third-party manufacturer was creating this way for you to plug in your mouse and keyboard into a mm-hmm. console without the console detecting that it's a different peripheral. Mm. Um, and, you know, of course, like it was all over in, in online shooters and stuff like that. Well, that's the thing the that concerns precision. me about this is if we're suddenly going to have Xbox Ones that are running keyboards and, and mouses, I wanted to say mice, mice. Uh, <laughs> then how is that going to work for first-person shooters? Is yeah, that going to be a lobby for either? That's always my worry because like the, the nice ones that do have a crossplay between PC and Xbox yeah. have been nice of to mostly sort those lobbies out and be like, hey, you don't have to play against people on PC because they yeah. obviously have the advantage. But I don't know what well, they would do with this. if this is an officially supported it's thing, it's very simple build. for the console to know which one's which and then go ahead and split people up yeah. into different lobbies. I'd be kind of concerned about that for certain games that have smaller Yeah, I agree with that. It's, it's uh, dividing the community. Fracturing right, and it's like, yeah, even fracturing even further. So it's like, when True. It, just think about like if that happened with Titanfall, that would be bad when Titanfall yeah. 2 came out just because that was already such a small player group anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they could do that. Mm. I think a Halo would be cool. Like, I'm, I would like to try Halo with a mouse and keyboard. Like, actually, like, give that a problem. See, I, I played a lot of Halo PC. Yeah. Which Gearbox did. did, by the way. That was one of Gearbox's oh, yeah. early projects. I did play a ton of it because uh, they added six additional maps to it, yeah. which, uh, and most of those six maps were really good. But... I just it never quite Doesn't felt right. right to me. Mm. Um, it would be hard to get used to. Yeah, like even when I play Halo at like someone else's house or something, and the controller scheme isn't set up the same way that I'm used to. Oh, I'm like, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's happening? It'll take me like half an hour to get used to it. I'm like, it's almost like I could change the controller layout, but I don't. Yeah, I stick with it. It's, 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 it's almost as if Sometimes there's a menu setting it's for that. Very convenient <laughs> menu setting. Yeah. It's very simple. All right. Uh, Real quick, I know I'm probably I might be the only sports player, game player here. When I saw oh, this no. on the dock, I was like, "All right, Ryan, we'll just, give you one." Eyes are going to just roll <laughs> like, in the back of your head. Have fun. I so. Oh yeah, EA announced this their, franchise. Yes, you are. Yeah, they're well, they're cover athlete for uh, Jeez, NBA Live me. this year. Thank you for NBA Live 19. It's Joel Embiid from the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, you know, the obvious uh, thing and fair in some ways is like, oh, God, why is EA still doing this? Like, it's got to cost a fortune to continue licensing the NBA brand and making, uh, you know, every year making another sim basketball game when they've had some serious (laughs) issues in the last. Oh, we're actually pushing the better part of a decade at this point. Suppose they just sell well enough. I mean, but that's my question is I wonder in, in the sense that like we know 2K sells six, seven, eight, nine, ten million units it is a year. Always it's, in the top ten games. It's yeah, it's huge. It's it's not just in North America too, it's huge in China. Uh, mm-hmm. the NBA is big there. Um but I guess I I don't know what the sales are, but I, I just I saw this today and I went, you know what? I want to at least give credit to EA for just sticking with it because yeah, it is easy to say like maybe they should just pull the shoot and bail out of this. Yeah. Um, but you know if they keep chipping away at it, like and the, it's already gotten better from when they finally relaunched it after the real bumpy period a few years ago. Like hopefully we'll get to the point again where we have two really good sim NBA games because that yeah. just means mm-hmm. we win. That's yeah, sure. it's good to have yeah. a competition. That was like uh, 2010 was the last time and NBA Live 10. And uh, NBA 2K10. That was the last time. And then, and then NBA uh, EA fell apart with yeah. their game, and it's been look. We know weird ever since. EA is totally willing to cut studios if they're doing something that doesn't work. So what I would guess with this is that maybe the fan base who does play NBA Live every year spends a lot of money on microtransactions. Like yep. FIFA right. is supposedly their most profitable product. U- Ultimate Team, yeah, right on sales, right. but also they make I think it's like five hundred million dollars a year alone was the estimate for how much they make just off of Ultimate Team. Wow. So basically, if NBA Live doesn't sell that well EA are very 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 good at getting people to repeatedly play the same thing and have them buy this stuff so it's if it's just funding itself on microtransactions and I think everything EA does is about stakeholders more than it is about gamers or sales like they really just want the stocks to be good and I, I would imagine this is a situation where it's like well FIFA does this our investors care about the fact that FIFA does this and keeps getting us more and more money so let's continue to do this and continue to like iterate on what our microtransaction program is and just it's profitable I don't disagree with that uh, as a viable theory I wonder you're making me wonder too is is another like semi-cynical business thought is maybe they're locked into like a long-term contract with the NBA that's what I thought too and it's maybe that's it would be a bigger waste of money to not make break a contract that's what I thought too which is why we get like sequels every couple years for franchises that you know didn't perform super well because then they lose the license you know now I know the the the, there are listeners right now sitting there having the following thought well why doesn't EA just use the NBA license to bring back NBA Street or yeah. which everybody uh, loves yeah, those be, because those fun. then it's like it's it's a compliment to NBA 2K and it could still I guess it's probably it must just be the sit back to your point I, again the e- sales EA, ceiling on NBA EA Street functions so much like they function so much as a business like I feel like they more than almost anyone else in the Activision it, true <coughs> Activision Activision I mean, are guys, up there as well Ubisoft like any big any big well, but name it's, I think publisher. that like you know how we find EA's press conferences boring it's just because their press conferences are focused on stakeholders whereas sure. I don't think the others are necessarily as much like that I mean that's why Ubisoft does a Jo- opens with Just Dance every year. That, that yeah. they franchise sell, you know, still makes money. Them. Yeah, but I still put it out on the Wii. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was an audible gasp in the war room when you're like the Wii. It's really strange. It's a brand new game. But I just I imagine this is a thing where even on street they're like, well, NBA 2K sells as well. No, the the business thing is we want you to sell as well as that. We know that that product that you are trying to replicate sells that well and right. can make that much money. Do that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how they function. But 
We'll see. I, I hope Live 19 is good. We'll find out. Uh, usually there's a summer preview event down at EA for that and Madden and maybe NHL too. So Is Pro Evolution Soccer in the top 10 selling games of the year? I don't know if it, I know it does extremely well. Um, I think it's I think it's crushed. I think it gets crushed by FIFA, but but it still sells huge. Like both yeah. of those yeah. soccer. I wonder if we're just anymore. underestimating NBA. Like I know that you know people tend to be PES or FIFA. Some people have shifted over the years between the two, yeah. but it tends to be one one camp or the other. And mm-hmm. maybe like us as people who don't necessarily play NBA live are discrediting that there are a huge amount of people who play it rather than 2K yeah. for whatever reason and the fans who just prefer one or the other. Yeah, I think True. regardless which one is better or worse, um, I mean, the ceiling for sports games in general is friggin' huge, especially soccer. You know, I, I always underestimate that. I had an Uber driver just yesterday who was like, yeah, uh, I just play sports games. And I've met so many people yeah. like that. It's so weird well, to me. And that's, sorry, Miranda, that's, that's yeah. the reason because like every spring, like clockwork, I, people tweeted me, Ryan, when's Xbox going to do a, a baseball game? Never, because it actually, as much as I love baseball, it doesn't have the global appeal that right. soccer does, that the NBA does. True. Um, so we're, that's never going to happen. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was just going to say that for a lot of people that aren't super embedded in the gaming community, they only play just a handful of games and they spend all their money on those games and right. those microtransactions because they play them for like the full year, if not longer. And then... Mm-hmm. Move on to the next one. I remember going to a party once where there were like a few games industry people and then a bunch who weren't. And they were like, what kind of games do you play? And I was like, pretty much everything. And they were like, do you play like FIFA or Call of Duty? And I was like, not really. And they were like, yeah. like they were like treating me like I was like not a real gamer because I didn't play stuff that right. we consider casual. It was really weird. I was like, huh, there are a lot of different gamers the out there. Tables have turned. Yeah, I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I'd say casual, more just mainstream, but there is definitely like we are super entrenched in the video game sort of right. So yeah, you you ecosphere. You like yeah. So it's like, Oh, like have that. you played, you know, this darling indie game? Have you played Ori in the blind forest? No, I've <laughs> never like, even heard that? of it. Yeah. Have yeah. you played Madden? No, but I have heard of it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just strange. Yeah, it's like, I tried it at E3 one year and yeah. Mm. Yeah. Watched my dad play a few times. There are like those <laughs> millions of people who just play world of tanks. <laughs> They're yeah. like keeping that company. I mean, it's, afloat. it's really interesting. Like the people, like everyone who's listening to this and you know, us like we have a very different way of consuming games and that's not how everyone does it so sometimes yeah, people just some, like one thing it's kind of nice to learn that sometimes like the same thing goes to NBA Live the way like why are they even making it it's like well there's probably a bunch of people who love it and we're just like we just don't know who we will so, yeah. yeah uh everybody knows Minecraft speaking of games yes. that that everyone knows and loves and there was <laughs> a really cool ad that Nintendo put out last week with 360 players playing Minecraft with Switch players uh, there was a r- super cheesy social media back and forth with, yeah. the, with the Xbox and the hey, uh, you want to come over and the sure. Nintendo accounts <laughs> that was clearly super staged and lame, but Not nevertheless, at all uh, got the point across. It is really great to see that you can you can play like the what is still. It's either the biggest or maybe, I don't know, maybe Fortnite overtook it. I'm not sure. But Probably. One of the biggest games on the on the planet, one of the top three games on the planet. Think, like YouTube stats right now, uh, Fortnite, Minecraft, and then this one game I've never heard of. What it's is? like something from Tencent in China. Probably, probably. from Tencent. Arena, yeah. Arena, of Valor. Arena of Valor. If you said the name of it, I'd know what it was, but it's yeah. not that. It's Arena of Valor. <laughs> it's, is this it's, a survival it's like game? Brick something? Like, I have no idea what it is. Oh. Brick Breaker. Anyway, whatever. anyway, uh, Minecraft is still huge, and it's really yes. awesome to see them supporting crossplay. Yes. Because now I'm like, but what if I download Minecraft on my Switch 
and my partner can play on our Xbox. Well, oh, I was same room. That's yeah, I was just gonna say the same thing. Like I, same so I let my daughter start playing uh, Pokemon Quest, the free to play oh, nice. thing on on Switch. I know it's at, now it's out on phones, but I don't even want her playing with my phone because it's expensive. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I'd rather if you're gonna drop drop the three hundred dollar thing. Yeah. rather than the, the <laughs> daddy, I caught a pigeon. <laughs> yeah. Well, plus what's cool, it's it's just all touch screens. So yeah, it doesn't it's even very have simple. So she's having fun with that, and it's like, yeah, like if she were to get into Minecraft, I could put the mine. I could put Minecraft on the Xbox. Yeah, play together. She could be on the on the Switch, and that would be super cool. That's so cool. In the same house. Yeah. Like I was going to ask you before: Is she because Unravel Two is uh, co-op? Is she old enough that she would be able to play it yet? She has yet to show an interest in really playing for herself okay. but she super enjoys watching okay. me play the games right so that's that's the phase we're at right now mm-hmm. you know who knows maybe she'll never want to actually play for herself but yeah. she is enjoying like she super loves yarny and watching uh yarny's story she that's uh cool. you can customize you know by default uh yarny one and two are, are red and blue in in the sequel mm-hmm. but you can go and right into the menu and just change the colors oh. so oh. she decided what colors each Aww. one was going to be um so that's been good uh, and I think, as I've said before, I, I suspect I may, I may, out of fatherly obligation, have to play like Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Hearts three, just because yeah. I think she's going to super love watching it. They got a lot of really great worlds in there already. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, this Minecraft thing's just fantastic. And I know some people were like, "Oh, it's like twisting the knife in Sony." Like, no, it's not. It's just a like Sony's not on board. But whatever. Remember when Nintendo Sony did is. that? Here's how easy it is to share. Thing yeah, and it's, they pass- it's the same thing. And I think it's like this. This is also. Good for everyone. Putting yes. pressure on Sony to get crossplay yes. is good for everyone. It's not just good for these two businesses. It's like everyone benefits by this. All gamers benefit from this. So like I'm happy for them to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of devs Absolutely. want it too. So. Absolutely. And then finally this week, before we get to uh, releases and uh, everything but Games with Gold, because my tweets went went unanswered to Major Nelson. Well, they were I mean, answered. No, he, he was like, <laughs> I have no control. I, the... <laughs> Of course, you know, July games with gold are going to get announced like 20 minutes, minutes after before. we turn the lights they, oh, off. Yeah, that's how it always going to happen. <laughs> like, but oh. they're not announced as of yet. Let but we got some. Let me uh, see if they're up. We got some market. <laughs> yeah, what if I check? check out. Solid thing. Out. Check. In the meantime, I will tell you, uh, relay some good news. Hellblade, of course, developed by new first party Microsoft mm-hmm. Studio Ninja, Ninja Theory. Theory, has just cleared 1 million units sold, uh, which is just phenomenal. Because again, this is, this is a game, uh, you know, I know. Brandon, you particularly have you've been a champion of this game. Uh, I still, it's on my list. I have not oh sat down with it. Oh my god! Right, it's still in my summer. backlog. Yeah, it, I right? got to do it. But it is, it really is a triple A caliber game made by on a, on very much a, a not triple A budget by a small but a, extraordinarily talented studio. That's so good. It, it has really sort of found themselves. I know you're also a big fan of Enslaved. Yep, which Me was uh, uh, is that. Two games ago for them, or just one? Yeah, no, that's, that's one. That their... What was in between? You put me. I on mean, the... that game was quite a while you ago. Put me on the spot. Yeah, just because Enslaved, I know it was like 2011. It was a while ago. Something like that. Uh, it was... Yeah, Enslaved was 20, 2011. I only like played that. it last year. Anyway, still holds up. Um, Maybe twenty ten. Yeah, so it's just really cool to see this do well because it, uh, it's you know debuted on PS4 and PC and came to Xbox One in April. I believe yeah. it was. Yeah, I downloaded it when it came to Xbox, and they were doing a, a campaign where they were raising money for charities. And I think it's also just cool as a game that 
very thoroughly explores mental health. Yes. I yeah. really like that this is getting that much recognition and yes. showing like games as a medium can have really interesting takes on any kind of societal issue from mental health to whatever. Ah, uh, they made the, the sorry for cutting you off. They made DMC. Oh, of That's course right. they did, which yeah. I also really liked. Well, yeah. Um, I don't think they'll be doing another one of those now that they're owned by Microsoft and Capcom's doing their own. Capcom's going. Devil May Cry yeah, though it does look like the same version of Dante. Oh, and they but. did Disney Infinity. Interesting. They did Disney Infinity. Yeah, part of it because I know that, that was, was Avalanche. A, the well, and the like the racing bits were sumo. Yeah. So there, there was a multi-studio effort. So they were like just contracting out the yeah. sort of genre types yep. that each mm. studio was good. It at. worked because yeah. Disney Infinity was very good game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah man. I I'm so. So happy for these guys. Uh, I love this game. I gave it a super glowing review on IGN. If you haven't checked it out, please do. Um, if you haven't played it and you're you're into this kind of stuff, then then seriously go check it out. Because like Alana said, it really not only is it you know superbly polished and that sort of AAA quality. I look at it. You can see it if you're watching yeah, on gorgeous. video right now. I mean, this is a game that's uh, if 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 I told you it was made by a 1000 person development team from Ubisoft you'd be like yeah it's yeah, totally looks like that it's got you can see that on the screen yeah and the main character is one of the people who's just one of the devs yeah it's she was right. the, she was their video editor apparently and she was i believe um she was standing in yeah. and why they looked for an actress and she did so well they were just like well you're Senua now yeah. so <laughs> congrats yeah <laughs> and she got the award at the game awards from anti circus and yeah, so that yeah. was such an incredible stage. thing yeah. yeah it's a really good game um but yeah, I, I do love that it does have that AAA feel. And like Alana said, it also has a message to it. And there's an amazing like 30 minute mini doc on there about, you know, all the lengths they went to to be inclusive when they were creating a game about, you know, mental mental health issues. And, I don't know if is it kind of a spoiler if we say what the mental health issue is. Yeah, I don't want to. Like, I, I don't want to. Whatever say it, it is, play it. my yeah. dad has the mental health issue that she has. And so, like, for me talking to him about this game, he was like, that's incredible. And I haven't been able to show it to him yet, but I'd really love to because I think it like would really impact him a whole lot. It was really cool for me to be like, oh, I like now I, I, I have this perspective of like what you've been through my whole life. And, right. Yeah. Right. That's the thing, a unique thing about video games. Like you can explore things in such an intimate level, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really great that they, of course, went to great lengths to make sure that they got it right, too. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. And kudos on the design. It's not just the med- like the lengths they went to. to well, it's also a great game. That's well, the yeah. thing. I mean, that's well, the thing, too. No, specifically, it is a great game, but specifically the way that they incorporate um, those afflictions into the game sound mechanics themselves. And, yeah. Sound design, visual design, um, things aren't there or are they there? You're not sure. Is someone talking to you? Is that an actual person? Um, it's just a really, really special game. And it's set against a super cool sort of pseudo mythological historical fiction background. They did a lot of things, right? They did a lot of things, right? Mm. So, Hey, go buy it. Go play. It it. is, it is, uh, interesting to think about now too, with them in the Microsoft fold, uh, and the, the success of Hellblade. Um, again, I haven't played the game. You guys can answer this better than I have. I mean, is there room for a for this to be a franchise, or was this you know was this kind of a one off? There's clearly momentum to build off of here if it made sense. But if I could just as easily see them starting a new IP, I with don't Microsoft think it makes well. sense. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I, like I said, having, having not played not. it, it's yeah. Uh, I don't. I, don't I just want enslaved too. <laughs> I don't see we see another Hellblade, but I think uh, from what you were saying a platform to build off of. I think the pedigree of Hellblade is the platform in which they build off of. So Ninja Theory announces next game is going to blow people's minds because Hellblade. Potentially, yeah. Daisy. 
Yeah, no, Daisy's uh, She's chewing on wires. She was sleeping here, for so. a bit, but not anymore. She is up and about now. <laughs> Trying to keep. All right, it right uh, it's almost time uh, to get out of here. If we want first, I go to Alana for her final marketplace report. Hmm. Oh, what can we? What can we play slash buy? Oh, were games with gold not out yet? No, I checked. Okay, okay. <laughs> nothing yet. Um, Unravel Two is free for ten hours, enough to finish the game from now until July thirtieth. Plus. I don't know how to say Is it Lumens? Lumines? Luminous? Luminous. Luminous. That's why everyone says it differently. <laughs> uh, the remastered version of that is $15, and the awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit is free, plus a playable demo for Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is due out tomorrow for Kickstarter backers, which is basically Castlevania. Yeah, which uh, is from awesome. the creator of Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually surprising to me that they didn't like infringe on some IP, but whatever. Um, <laughs> June Games with Gold... We still have all of these? Uh, well, there's... Yeah, only there's, just. I mean, as, as of, of today, as of I mean, today. we're still... Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia until the 30th on Xbox One. Smite Gold Bundle until July 15th on Xbox One. Lego Indiana Jones 2, the new adventures until the 30th on Xbox One and Xbox 360. And then we got a bunch of Game Pass editions for July, which is actually really cool. Um, Dirt 4, Zombie Army Trilogy, Abzu, which is a really good game. Yep. Shadow That's Complex, also a really good game. Oblivion. Shadow Complex Fine. for free. If you haven't played it, it's... It's remastered. One of too. the best. Yeah. One of the best Metroidvania games of the last ten years. I said something to annoy you, and you didn't hear it. Oh, good. <laughs> I just made a quip. That's, that that's still the ear it. that's messed up. So <laughs> I said Oblivion. It's fine. <laughs> what if Fallout Three? My favorite Fallout. What if we play Fallout instead? Fallout's very good. Uh, Human Fall Flat. I don't know what Human Fall Flat is. Does anyone? Nope. Um. But I don't you know if it's free if you have Game Pass. Human. It's part of your Game yeah. Pass. Uh, those are all on July 1, and then Bomber Crew on July 10, and Warhammer Vermintide 2 on July 11. That's pretty cool. That game just came out really great. a couple months ago. So. Yeah, all of that's good stuff. Excellent. Keep all up right. the good work. So here's the deal with the Unlock Block trivia. It is June. We're halfway through the year. Alana has what is currently a four-point advantage. Can you guys catch up? <laughs> over There's the no course? way. How many, or, how many points does everyone else have? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We've got uh, Alana at 10, Brandon at 6, Miranda right there at 5 as well. Oops. So, Probably not going to. I mean, it sounds like a lot, but we're like right on our if, heels. If right you can add another point total to that before you leave here... You, I don't know. I mean, you might be able to. <laughs> so nah. let's be real. Nah. I'm probably going to get this one wrong. <laughs> I don't think I You're know You're going to stay either. ahead. Well, I confess, uh, I'm a huge Splinter Cell fan. I did not remember this. No, one. I don't know this at all. But here we go. Uh, Nick Smith from Bath in the UK uh, asks this Splinter Cell question. In the original Splinter Cell, for, of course, the original Xbox, what well-known brand uh, <laughs> produced what? Sam Fisher's OPSAT device? So, you know, in the game, there was branding. Yeah. You see that. You know, it's yeah. been going on for years. So Sam's OPSAT, was it an HP product? Palm, Nokia, or Microsoft? Hmm. Uh, I, I have no idea. I'm going to take a shot in the dark based on... I used to work in mobile development, so based on the time frame and the hot stuff, I'm going to... I'm really surprised, like, Rim isn't on this. <laughs> um, it's a Blackberry. <laughs> yeah, I, like a research in motion device. I'm going to say Palm. Okay. Based Brandon? on your exact oh, same on. logic... I'm saying Nokia. Okay. Yeah. Nokia? Yeah. <laughs> I was in between Palmer. I love your yeah. accent. <laughs> oh, well, you guys say Nokia or whatever? Yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah. Which is actually yeah. now owned by Microsoft, so. I'm going to see Nokia. Two Nokias. Okay. I'm copy a lot of now. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have, there is correct, there is a correctness in the room. And it's Brandon, from Brandon. Isn't it? Hey! 
Yeah. First time I've ever been called the correctness in the room. <laughs> uh, narrow, right, Previous work experience three coming point, in. Three yeah. point uh, difference here as, as we say goodbye to Alana. So you've got six months to, ca- to make up three points. I feel like you'll be fine. I'm just going to have to come back a month. What if we just purposely know. get them all wrong? Like you're just like, hey, surprise, Alana's calling in this week. Trophy would be really nice. Live on the phone, Alana Pierce. No! Can I just call in just for trivia every week? I'll just like... That's what Mitch said. Yeah. You wanted to call in every single week. What is she? Does she have something? She's got a roll of paper towels. That's fine. Look at you, you sweetie. Come here. Well, what were we uh, talking so, uh, about? Are we talking about Mitch? No, uh, uh, do you want to talk about Dota? Yes. Right? Okay, so yet. my no team disqualified for the international <laughs> aid. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. I was I was super worried because they lost a game they probably shouldn't have. Is, but, that, your, is that your team? Uh, my favorite team, yes. Austin. That Austin. is why she was leashed to, up for I want the them to show. go far. I don't know if they can win TI, but I want them to do well. Yeah, that's good. Okay. You'll be there. Yeah, uh, I'll be there. Awesome. We'll be in Vancouver. Yeah. Let me know. Oh, it's in Vancouver this year. Yeah, I'm really excited. Where, where was it last year? It was it's usually in Seattle. Seattle, right? Yeah. Sorry, guys. This is your Dota Minute. I'm <laughs> this is your you go Dota Dota by the coalition while you Be careful because I jam yeah, my brain. I, I want to say, say hello. <laughs> so I can see how she's got a roll of tape. Uh, so while uh, this, is, this, is, uh, this is going down in flames pretty quickly. I actually wanted to ask you guys, what do you, what do you plan mm. on playing for summer games? Like, I think that is just an interesting space we have now for like I just finished Dark Souls I think next I really want to replay through Kingdom Hearts yeah I'm in a weird position where I can play whatever I want now which is like the most freedom I've had in a long time Um, I'm definitely planning to play State of Decay I want to play Sea of Thieves I want to play more of Monster Hunter still (laughs) wow so many games we can play together because I do want to go back to Monster Hunter I'm still playing The Witcher 3 Brandon and I actually got to play together for a little bit and it what, was really awesome what did we, what did we uh, play? Monster Hunter yes we did that, sorry I was then, looking at this monster right now um, uh, Sea of Thieves definitely want to get back to that yeah I have oh, actually damn. a lot of friends who still play Sea of Thieves so um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited to keep playing I can, I can watch your oh <laughs> I think she's doing great what's the problem She's just chewing on my arm now. No big deal. Does <laughs> she uh, want to go for a walk or something? She's ready to not be in here anymore for sure. So what, what kind of games is Daisy like? Uh, anything that, that chewing, chewing. <laughs> anything that involves chewing, yeah, uh, stealing shoes, okay. is a big is a big pastime at our house. Funnily enough, that is a game for dogs. They'll be like, "You see me take this, try and get it off me, try it." Well, she knows that I'll then take a. So she'll get bribed a uh, trade with a biscuit. And yeah. it's like, okay, I'm going to drop this now. Give you've, me, I'm going to pick you up. Positively reinforced her. <laughs> All right, this is super horrible uh, for our podcast yeah, listeners. Sorry, so um, I will. I'm going to let. Alana go last. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, I've got IGN Unfiltered up, as I mentioned at the top of the show. would be very grateful if you would give that a listen. There are now 31 episodes, so it's like well over 40 hours oh. of, of developer interviews. And, That's awesome. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, super proud of that. Yeah. And, oh, I got to tell you who July's guest is. I think you're going to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like it. It's going to be. It's going to be good. You're going to mm. want to listen and or watch from wherever you go There's next. a guest you've spoken to me about before that I keep holding on to. You're like, is it this person yet? Is it this one yet? Well, we'll, we'll talk in a minute. But um, yeah. Stay very, tuned, I guess. Very All happy uh, to welcome Josh Sawyer <laughs> on from Obsidian Entertainment for our uh, June episode. And then, yeah, I think that's it for me, Brandon. Uh, hey, I'm Brandon Tyrell. You can find me on Twitter with that, uh, at Brandon Tyrell. Um, I am just getting caught up from E3. Um, really not a whole lot of crazy new stuff to report, but we got a lot of stuff in the works. So good stuff. Miranda. I'm at Havoc Rose on Twitter, Instagram, and pretty much everywhere else. That's Havoc with a K. 
when I said I was full of life this beginning of the episode, complete lie. <laughs> I am she very was, exhausted. She was basically had one eye open before the camera uh, yeah. on. Um, so as soon as E3 finishes, everyone's like, yay, we're kind of done for a little bit. I'm like, well, time to play an anime expo. So if you care about anime at all, um, there's some video game stuff there this year. So we're I'm trying very hard to make sure everything is covered. So I really appreciate it. If you kind of follow along, that starts a 4th of July weekend. So hmm. that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we'll have a ton of coverage oh up. So, oh, so after 4th of July. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's just okay, that not this following weekend. weekend. After, okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, on that note, real quick. Uh, there might not be an unlocked next week. Right. Still, I'm I'm going to be off for like a little bit. We got that Fourth of July is smack dab. It's, a, it's a Wednesday. Here. Yeah. So we record um, on Wednesdays. Yeah. It's we're still sort of figuring out if we can, if we you know, if we will. So if there's no show next week, apologies in advance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'd, we'd be out. back a week uh, where you can't get a point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Maybe it'll just be or, Mar- Miranda and I playing 20 questions. <laughs> yeah. Point Help for me. you. Point <laughs> for me. <laughs> point for you. Great shirt today. Point for you. Yeah, great. I love your hair. Point I should have you. you guys oh. steal Ryan's phone. It, yeah. If there, if there is an episode next week, it might be Thursday. It might be, might be it might yeah. be later than yeah. usual. So just, just setting everybody's expectations. Well, Miranda and I will figure Happy out. Happy Fourth of week. July, regardless of whether or not we're here. It's a real roundabout uh, way to celebrate freedom. All right, <laughs> uh, Alana, take us all. I'm at Charlana's out on all of the things. Uh, I didn't prepare anything. That's okay. Every time that I'm doing this, I'm just like, just thank you all so much for watching and for the support over the past three years that I've been in IGN. You'll still be able to find me in all the video game places. I'll still go, be going to PAXs and E3s and all that stuff. And um, one thing that I'm really excited about is I'm going to be covering games a lot more on my YouTube channel, if you care about seeing that. And hopefully I can sneak back in this office and just bug you guys a couple Yeah, times. I it's hope so too. It's happened before. So. Well, Fran already asked me. He's like, if you if you ever want to come back, that's totally cool. <laughs> I highly okay. recommend it. Just come. Yeah. come I think there's a, I, I think, think, I think there's a Jared Petty stalking the halls like right now. <laughs> I see him every week. So he's he here literally a twice a week, it's very yeah. nice. which we love because Jared's awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the precedence has been set. I'm sure we'll see. Reverend. I hope so. And Reverend. I'm actually I have uh, content scheduled to go up on IGN until September. I'm working on next <laughs> yeah. month's IGN first. Yep. So all of that will be up through July. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about your, that. Your name and voice will actually be haunting the site for, for a while for a good i'm pretty while. excited it's gonna be like two weeks after i've left and i'll be like check this out <laughs> still here there's <laughs> another exclusive in september so i love that's the, I, still be there i love the idea that you tweet out ign links in like, I totally <laughs> like will. two months from now in two years i'll be like had this schedule <laughs> like, hey remember when i was there <laughs> i'm definitely you, still planning to write more do you know who's yeah. taking over daily fix from you no idea Not that's yet. someone else's problem yeah like, <laughs> okay. figure it out have fun <laughs> you're hosting yeah. Dan Parker is just hosting. Senioritis. It's a it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> we all get it when we're when we're uh, on yeah. our way out from. You one. should be at the beach already. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about going to the beach. All right, uh, we will miss you. Thank you for everything. Thank You've you. been hey, a phenomenal you, part of the show and uh, of our team. I appreciate you. I will thank miss you. you. Miss you too. And uh, yeah, you have to come back and visit Daisy. Yes. Please do. Oh, you when were I pointing at me, visit Daisy, my friend. I was like I'll just no. talk to her on Twitter. I coordinate whenever I'm back in this office that she is also here because this is like I would have been a lot more emotional this episode, but I think having a dog in the room has been like therapy dog. Two dogs. She, totally is, she is a therapy yeah. dog. Well, she's in training. Yeah. We're, we're on our way. Does she have her vest and all that. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not we're we're still. Yeah, she's too young yet, Early but we're just it. we're working towards that. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, for. Alana, Miranda, and Brandon. I'm Ryan. This was Unlock 351. We will maybe see you next week. And if so, it might be late. But if not, we'll be back after the 4th of July. Uh, Bye. Happy summer. Bye. Don't go, Alana.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.